Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of, what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective? We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. You can find all these great podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.org. My name is Daryl, and the Word of God says in Psalm 133, Song of Ascents of David, Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on his collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there, for there the Lord has commanded the blessings, life forevermore. And that is the word of God. And the reason I wanted to read that psalm today is because I have a brother in Christ with me on the podcast. And I teased this one out a little bit on the Twitter feed that I was going to have a, another happy Christian on the podcast. If you follow me on Twitter, I am the happy Presbyterian. And the reason I chose to go with that after changing my name several times before I became a Presbyterian, I was almost Presby for a while and then full on Presbyterian. But I wanted to be the happy Presbyterian because there was this other Twitter character that was followed me on Twitter and he's the happy Baptist. So I had, I had this dream of starting the podcast up again and eventually having this guy on the show. And that is the happy Baptist. That is who I have with me today. So say hello, happy Baptist. What's going on, man? Glad to, glad to finally see you. Yeah, it's, it's good. You, you know, I've, I've been encouraged by you for a while, you know, since you started following and, you know, I, I have a couple dailies that I, uh, tweet and and i think it was the gospel one that i tweet that i think you commented on it and shared and uh you might have said something like you know this is this is uh the reason you're on twitter or something like that like just to, like an encouragement because there is a lot of yes like nasty stuff on twitter you know and that's what i try to avoid those like i see that stuff and it like that's not that good or like some bad takes here or there and i you know i i privately talk to a few people about it just to get get it out but i don't want to share that kind of energy what i want to do on twitter is share positive stuff christian stuff so i want to share the gospel with people and then like the other one i started was the uh, gloria patri i try to start that the first line of that and th that thread but uh anyway i just you know wanted to have you on because you've been an encouragement to me and i'm sure to to other christians on there because you see share similar stuff i don't see anything negative really coming from you on twitter uh you just have fun and i think that's what social media should be it should be a fun thing and something as christians that we can use to share the gospel and encourage other christians in christ but uh, yeah i wanted to have you on so just you know if you want to share a little bit about yourself to to the listeners uh i have maybe a few listeners that are going to hear this but <laughs> okay good no yeah just just share a little bit about yourself <laughs> yeah um I, yeah, I mean, like, I've lived here in Kansas literally my entire life, uh, <clears throat> you know, so it's not bad. I like the hometown, you know, small town feeling of it. I uh, lived in New Mexico for a few years when I was in the Air Force, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, man, I can't wait to get out. I can't wait to go back home, and then, like, you know, once you actually leave, and you get to thinking, well, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought, you know. Um, I mean, me in a nutshell, that's basically it. Um, you know, to bring to circle back to, uh, 
uh, you know, the good night Christians go to sleep kind of thing in the Gloria Patri is like, <clears throat> you know, every day, you know, on Twitter, like you see all of these, uh, what is it? Like, oh, like dunking on people, like, oh, I'm going to quote tweet you to make me look better and make you look bad. And it's like, you know, that's, that's what really gets annoying after a while, you know? So seeing your, you know, the Gloria Patri seeing, you know, morning versus, you know, and then the nightly versus really encourages at least me to, you know, like you said, remember why you're actually here, you know, mm-hmm. why you're, you know, why are we, why are Christians supposed to go into every corner of society, you know, and like be Christians, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah, no, that, that that's great. And I think the the little groups that we kind of interact with on Twitter, like you and we were talking before we started recording, like uh, even the, the younger guys like Doomsday Alpaca and, and you know, uh, Reformed Doofensdorf or whatever his name is now, <laughs> worship guy. But it's it's encouraging. I, and I think it's encouraging for the, the even the younger people. I mean, you're younger than me. I don't even want to do the math right now, but, <laughs> but so they can see that kind of interaction on. So, cause that, that's a generation, your generation, like I didn't grow up in, in this Twitter age, this Facebook, social media. It came later, you know, I was already out of college before I came on this, but now the younger generation is growing up in this context. So I think it's, it's good for them to see good interactions in that, in that atmosphere, you know, uh, but but your your you name it on Twitter, Happy Baptist. So share a little bit about how you you've come to the Lord. Did you grow up in church? Was was and if you did grow up in church, like was there an do you have an actual time like a testimony uh, that you came to the Lord, or is your testimony that we don't know a time when you weren't a Christian? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I can pinpoint the moment, you know. Uh, bit of background you know my dad my dad was raised Lutheran you know all his life you know he grew up in a small town here in western Kansas uh you know so me and my brother were baptized Lutheran as you know as infants um and it was around first or second grade uh we moved to the Methodist church you know United Methodist church here in town it was one of the only like conservative Methodist church is still around even back in the day. Um, you know, so I met, you know, I've had a lot of, you know, pastors, a lot of, uh, you know, people at church that, you know, helping me through the walk, you know, you know, my parents as well, uh, you know, through various like deaths in the family, uh, you know, getting bullied a lot in school. Uh, you know, it's like, I had a lot of people like on my side, um, and I also had a lot of people, you know, against me for various reasons. Um, so, yeah, and I remember back in, I think, like, 2010, 2011, uh, in Colorado Springs, uh, we, you know, we were on, like, a church trip, and, you know, God basically you know, I mean, you know, God pulled me out of my sin, you know, and redeemed me, you know, mm-hmm. in the most very basic terms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so then continued going to church, started 
you know, playing on the worship team, uh, you know, started being really active in the youth groups, uh, you know, in main service. I, I think I was like the youngest drummer, you know, not mm-hmm. to brag or anything, you know, like the youngest drummer of the entire church and um, not the best, but, and yeah, then back in 2015 or so, 2016, um, you know, the Methodist church continued to be really, you know, like kept on pushing to go as far left as possible and, uh, you know, found some good Baptist preaching on YouTube, uh, you know, and started like listening to them more and being like, okay, well, here's what, you know, these dudes are, you know, going verse by verse throughout the Bible, you know, like expanding on, you know, like expositoring that, you know, like explaining what it means, you know, and made it really simple. Um, you know, and they were conservative too. So, um, theologically, you know, so that's kind of like what brought me to more of the, you know, brought me to the Baptist side, the, you know, particular, you know, reformed Baptist side and stuff. So, um, I mean, in a nutshell, that's basically, you know, where I've been at. Great. Who, who were some of the, uh, the preachers on YouTube that were kind of your influences? Uh, first it was, I remember my friend Daniel showed me, um, it was that apology of, hmm. uh, um, debate against atheists, you know, Cy Ten Bruin Kate, uh, some other dude, and then, uh, Jeff with the beard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I was like really struggling with that. Like, you know, like how, you know, they bring up the sovereignty of God. And I was like, I was uh, severely against it, you know, like, you know, I can turn away if I want, you know. Um, so it was them. And then, you know, started listening to John MacArthur, Dr. Sproul, uh, Alistair Begg, mainly just because he has a Scottish accent, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. You know, so the dudes are like Grace U, G3, Ligonier. Um, you know, they've helped me out a lot, along with obviously like the local church too mm-hmm. yeah those guys are like the uh, the gateway i think for a lot of us because that's that's very similar to to me i you know i, I came to the lord watching a, a cheesy christian movie uh fireproof you know and then after uh-huh. that yeah and then after that i was on a worship team at uh, a cma church christian missionary alliance because I, I grew up roman catholic uh so i had like you know i would say i had a foundation there so then when I come to the Lord, I'm going to a church that's moody, meeting in a movie theater and they had the lights and, and there was a band and I was in a cover band and I'm like, Oh man, I, I can do this stuff. You know, I can mm-hmm. worship team, be involved. Mm-hmm. And like a month later I'm, I'm playing on the worship team. And, uh, but then I started like listening to Christian radio and on the radio it was RC Sproul, John MacArthur and, and this, you know, Alistair Begg, like same guys you mentioned. And I started hearing about election and I, I didn't like it at first. I was like, what do you mean God chooses? Like, no way like that. And then I start reading the passages that they're talking about. I'm like, okay, it's there. I, I see it, you know, and, and now I can't unsee it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's definitely there. And then, uh, yeah. And, and that, that basically similar story. Yeah. I, I listened to a lot of, uh, apologia before, you know, I, I don't listen to them as much, but, uh, yeah, same, same guys. Like, but I'm so grateful for, for them. Like, you know, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good influences there. Yeah. No, absolutely. So what, uh, why are you 
the happy Baptist. Why did you choose that that name on on Twitter? Well, let me find my notes. Um, okay, <laughs> man. Basically, like I, I got we we brushed over it earlier. I got tired of dudes arguing, mm-hmm. you know, over secondary and tertiary issues. Like I get it. Like you know, some people. Um, with worship like okay well let's just have it acapella or piano mm-hmm. you know some dudes are like okay well you know if we want a five-man band you know go ahead and it's like i've seen <clears throat> i've seen a lot of you know christian relationships like friendships and stuff getting broken mm-hmm. because of that um and it's honestly just like it's embarrassing you know when you when you look at acts um, you know, like the day, like the super early days of the church, right after Pentecost, like the thing, um, like they were selling everything they own to live together, you know, and like, yeah, there were disagreements, but it's like, mm. you know, they didn't break fellowship over it. They didn't, um, you know, go to war with each other about it, you know, um, you know, it's like, why am why why i decided the happy badges i just got tired of people arguing man mm-hmm. um and i figured okay well i could you know i can try to shed light um you know and i could you know try and be happy you know um or i could just join the whole you know oh you're wrong because this is what my church says kind of thing yeah um and so i, I mean that's basically it like you can see it a lot in group chats too, you know, people being, especially Christians being nasty to each other. Um, but that's basically um, the backstory on that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I stay out of, I like, you know, there's always the arguments who, who gets baptized, you know, being a person. And, and I was considered myself a reformed Baptist for a while. And then I studied it and I was convicted over the scripture and I, I the arguments, convicted me but i never get into those debates like you know especially on on social media like why am i going to argue on, in a thread with with somebody and sometimes you know because i'll i'll share the other one i share is uh reformed or xp colson or whatever that i will be yeah. a god god to you and to your children and i started sharing that before i was even convinced of the position but i believe that statement that god god's promise to abraham but every so often i would post it and somebody would argue back to me before I was even convinced of the position that, no, we're not supposed to baptize infants. And I was like, dude, I'm not even saying that. Like, and I started defending the pedo position before I even believed it. And I was like, then I was like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> do I believe this now? So that kind of convinced me, but, but I still, I didn't want to argue about that. And, and I have like deep convictions on worship and how, um, you know, I believe God should be worshiped, but I'm not going to argue like that again on social media. Like I'll talk to somebody about it and I might maybe even post something about it. But again, like, you know, exclusive psalmody versus having acapella, like you said, or, or a band hymns versus modern. Like I have the way I lean and, and what I believe, but I, you know, I just believe our worship should honor God the best we can. And we should, as long as we're digging into the scripture to see, from like the regulative like regulative principle of worship what does the bible say how we mm-hmm. should worship and then from there we can have discussion over it but you know there's certain i'm not going to necessarily die on certain hills on social media like there yeah there's ways 
again, that I believe we should do it, but within that we can have discussion and it doesn't have to be ugly, but it does, like I, like you said, it does get kind of ugly at times. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's, I mean, there are certain things that I'm willing to be wrong about, you know, and those are like the secondary issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, things that at least now that I believe aren't explicitly laid out, not necessarily verbatim, but you don't really see a pattern um, where it's at. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll defend to my last breath, um, you know, the sufficiency of scripture, scripture, the sufficiency of Christ's mm-hmm. death, burial and resurrection, Um you know, I'll, I'll defend that. I mean, that's a hill, you know, I die on every day. Definitely. And, <clears throat> you know, like when I'm, when I was meeting with like Muslims and Mormons, it'd be like, you know, like I could have civil discussions with them, you know, people who aren't in the faith, but then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's strange, but. But, you know, it, it's throughout even the history of the church, it's been like that. So this isn't something new. And and people often say, I wonder what it would be like if Luther had Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine, though? Like, he's super unpopular, except for, like, a few Presbyterians, one Baptist, and, like, all the Lutherans. I mean, Lutherans would want to kill him, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So let's uh, just move on. I don't want to take up uh, too much of your time here, but you said you, you played the drums on your worship team and I myself yeah. am a drummer. So how long have you been playing the drums? Oh man. Um, <clears throat> well, I, 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 I've played guitar since 2005 or so, you know, when I was in fifth grade. Um, and I kind of got bored of that and was like, you know, my friend had a cheap old drum set you would get off of like Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. ones that you would give to your kid. Uh, and like I just picked it up, and that was like back in two thousand nine or ten. Um, picked it up, didn't really have any issues like learning it, you know. And I kind of like, you know, built around at least like my faith, built it around music, you know, how to express my faith that way. Um, how long have you been playing drums? I I, I forgot that you mentioned yeah, that before. Uh, I was ten years old when I started, and I'm gonna be forty. Three in I think three <laughs> in in a month in March two months right we're still in January I don't even know yeah so uh, for a long time I haven't actually played in a while though I have to set up the, the drums are in our basement we live in a in an apartment uh, it's like an old building like two hundred year old building uh, but it's a nice nice place nice town we live in but there's no room to have them set up. My neighbor, who's also a Christian, goes to our church. He plays drums too, and he doesn't have his setup either. But uh, yeah, I'd like to set him up again because I like that's, you know, I played in the cover band for years. We'd be out, you know, late at night, later than I. This was before Christ, and actually some after Christ too. After I came to the Lord, I was in a band, but like my whole perspective changed, and I started being convicted of some of the songs we were playing, like because then I'd play on the worship team the next day. So like I'd be playing like like nine inch nails and then going playing like songs praising the lord i'm like what am i doing <laughs> like, yeah. like it just was so weird like and then the, eventually i, I was like uh, i can't well what was cool is a couple of the songs i was like i definitely can't do these and i talked to my band leader about it he's like all right we'll just take them off i was like really he's like yeah no worries we got other songs i'm like 
awesome. Thank you. But it just started to become too much. And then having a family and being out late, those, you know, with kids and stuff and yeah. it just became too much, but I, I yeah. do miss, I, I do miss playing. I got to set them up. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, I got mine at my parents' house and I don't play them anymore because my nephew does, you know, mm. if a girl wants to bang on the drums. You can't say no. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to uh, teach my kids too. Just to, my 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 oldest daughter is uh well my oldest and my middle daughter both dance, so they do like the dancing thing. So I'm like, uh, all right, you got some rhythm. But my son, he's he's three. Uh, I can see he's got some rhythm too. And I, I was like, yeah, he's gonna I'm gonna get him some drumsticks. And yeah, <laughs> it's like, I'll clap I'll clap a rhythm to him already, and he's clapping it back to me. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, and it, it is it's neat to see like you know how quickly kids would pick up on you know like music you know especially like um melodies you know like it's just something like in their brain that just clicks you know and i i know we'd agree on this you know catechizing yeah catechizing your children i think through song Mm -hmm. you know like that's what that's what they did back in the ancient israel you know time you know those old days old testament Mm -hmm. days like hey um like in deuteronomy 6 like you know after the Shema, like, you know, have this written everywhere, basically, on mm-hmm. your heart, head, on the doorpost. And it's like, when you talk with your kids, like, do this. And I think yeah. it's, I mean, that's the big thing is, you know, relating others, relating to others through music, mm-hmm. at least for me. You know? Yeah, there's uh, the uh, Westminster Shorter Catechism. Somebody, like, put them to song. And it, it helps me memorize it too, because I have to memorize them for uh, I'm under care of the presbytery to get licensed to preach, and I, I have to have them have to have them all memorized. So it's uh, it's been good to have those. So I'll play them and then teach them to memorize them that way too through song. Yes, you mentioned the you ever had this one before the 1689. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I have that line around <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I in the uh, a couple of Bible like the. Uh, reformation study bible by uh that ligonier put out uh they have all the catechisms in the back and then the mm-hmm. confessions and so does the uh what is it reformation heritage one the joel beaky they also have all the creeds and confessions in it too that one's really good okay but uh yes yeah, the king james version so you know it's mm. especially anointed <laughs> that's, that's another one that's another one we can argue about what it happy <laughs> about that too so let's uh, let's wrap it up. Maybe we'll eventually have you on again and then talk about something else. But any encouragement that you'd like to offer uh, Christians that that would be listening, or even non-Christians, just anything you want to encourage people with? Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest thing is just, like, holding fast to the faith. You know, that's the one that's delivered to all saints, you know. Um, you know, it's, like, really leaning on... <clears throat> you know, the promise of God, you know, you mentioned he'll be the God of the, you know, of your children, you know, all those far off and all that you meant, um, you know, all the promises like throughout the entire Bible, you know, even, you know, at the end of revelation, you know, I'll be coming soon. You know, like you always have something to look forward to something to hold fast to. Um, That's always something I like to encourage people with. Amen. Amen. Well, brother, I'm I'm grateful to have the the 
Happy Baptist on with the Happy Presbyterian, and and that is what's great is we have that common faith together that Jesus Christ died for our sins. We are forgiven in Christ. It's in in His finished work alone, His His complete work of of His perfect life, His death on the cross, and then He was buried and He's He's raised. And and for anybody out there who's who might be listening who's not a Christian, uh, I'm sure both of our prayer is that you turn to Christ and you and you can have life that you. You stop running from God, the God that you know exists, and you put your faith completely in Christ. You stop trusting in your own works. If you're in a works-based religion, you stop trusting in your own works. Your your works won't get you anywhere. God, we are sinners. We, there's no way we can be holy. We must be holy. So we need to be righteous, and there's only one way to be righteous, and that's the imputed righteousness of Christ. Credit it to our account. Christ paid it all. Jesus paid it all. All to him we owe. Sin had left the crimson stain. He washes it white as snow. And that's all we can do. And that's the amazing thing about the grace of God is, and it's hard to believe, but every day as Christians, we should remind ourselves we are saved. We are saved by the finished work of Jesus Christ and him alone. And that is it. And then we rest in that. We rest in that and just look to Christ, turn to Christ and live. So until next time, I pray that you continue to seek the kingdom of God and then you find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Drive safe, Brady.